Bitcoin was born on 3rd of Jan 2009 when her Genesis block, also called Block Zero, was mined. The first transaction took place on 12th of January between Satoshi and Hal Finney. Bitcoin's first value was set at 1309 bitcoins for $1. That's right, it was a fraction of a pesa. And now, as she prepares to become a teenager, Bitcoin is valued at over $55,000 and has even become legal tender in one country. Welcome to Cut the Crip, a podcast hosted by me, Rohas Nakpal, a show where I take you into the world of cryptocurrency. From deep dives into Bitcoin and Ethereum to understanding NFTs, stacks and indexes, and of course, investing tips. Each week, I cover a different topic to deepen your understanding of the crypto world. And if you have questions about crypto that you want answered, you can now submit them to Cut the Crypt. More on that at the end of this episode. But today, it's all about Bitcoin. I'm going to tell you what I love, hate and fear about Bitcoin. But before that, here's a quick overview for you. Bitcoin is the world's first and largest cryptocurrency. The word blockchain is, in fact, derived from its white paper. Bitcoin earned a lot of notoriety primarily because of its use by members of the now shut down Silk Road, an illegal online marketplace that facilitated the sale of drugs worth hundreds of millions of dollars, guns, stolen financial information, counterfeit documents, and much, much more. All Silk Road transactions were conducted exclusively in Bitcoin. The first Bitcoin real-world transaction took place only on 22nd of May 2010 and involved 10,000 Bitcoins being exchanged for just $25 worth of pizza. Later, in August of 2010, Bitcoin was hacked when some hackers exploited a vulnerability and generated billions of Bitcoins which were sent to two addresses on the network. The vulnerability was fixed, the transaction was erased from the transaction log and the Bitcoin network was forked to an updated version. Bitcoin isn't 100% anonymous. All its transactions are recorded on its publicly available blockchain. On the other hand, privacy coins like Monero are anonymous. Bitcoin's total supply is limited by its software to 21 million. New coins are issued as rewards to miners. On launch, the reward was 50 Bitcoins per block. This number gets halved every 210,000 new blocks, which takes around four years. As of 2021, the block reward is 6.25 Bitcoins. Bitcoin has not been pre-mined meaning that no coins have been distributed between the founders before Bitcoin became available to the public. On the other hand, Binance coin came with 200 million coins pre-mined. Most recently, in September of 2021, El Salvador became the world's first country to recognize Bitcoin as legal tender. For a deeper understanding of Bitcoin, here's my honest take on what I hate, love, and fear about Bitcoin. This will give you a deeper insight into the most well-known cryptocurrency out there. Let me start with what I hate about Bitcoin. 
In my personal opinion, Bitcoin is lousy as a medium of exchange. It is very volatile and suffers from slow transaction speeds. Compare it to UPI payments in India and Bitcoin seems like a cruel joke. It makes no sense to use Bitcoin for payments in any country. There are so many better alternatives available in the crypto world. You could use dollar-pegged stablecoins. You could use hush or privacy coins like Monero. Or you could use regular old coins like Litecoin. All of these are faster, cheaper and less volatile. The second thing I hate is the concept of hodling, holding on for dear life. There are so many memes about this that many people think it's actually a good investment strategy. The concept is that if you buy a little bit of Bitcoin and hold on to it forever, then you will become super rich. I so wish life was that easy. The third thing I hate is the concept of buying the dip. This means that every time that Bitcoin prices dip, you buy more Bitcoin. This is an extension of hodling. It means that you believe that Bitcoin prices will keep rising forever. So every time prices dip, you buy more. The fourth thing I hate is Bitcoin maximalists. They believe that Bitcoin is the only viable digital asset and all other cryptos are shit coins. They are oblivious to the massive innovation being done by Ethereum, Cardano, Solana, Polkadot, Theta, Filecoin and so many other awesome crypto projects. Now let's move on to what I love about Bitcoin. In my personal opinion, Bitcoin is great as a store of value. A store of value is an asset whose value either remains the same or increases over time. Some of the most popular stores of value are precious metals, real estate, treasury bills, and even art. If Bitcoin becomes globally accepted as a store of value, then in my personal opinion, its total market cap should be equal to that of gold. Depending upon your source of information, the market cap of all the gold in the world is between 8 to $10 trillion. So the long-term market cap of Bitcoin could be somewhere between 8 to $10 trillion. Considering a maximum supply of 21 million Bitcoins, I think a fair long-term price would be somewhere between $380,000 and $476,000. I expect to see this price by 2030 AD. This is subject to two critical caveats. Firstly, the blockchain technology is not broken. And secondly, no meteor crashes into our lovely planet. Now let's move on to what I fear about Bitcoin. Bitcoin is totally dependent upon technology. If a major flaw is found and exploited, then Bitcoin will immediately lose its value and would crash to zero. While blockchain is a robust technology, as I mentioned earlier in the episode, it has been hacked in the past. When a transaction created more than 184 billion Bitcoins, that's right, you heard that right. We all know that the total number of Bitcoins that can ever exist is 21 million. But here, we suddenly had hundreds of billions of Bitcoins. The problem was solved within a few hours. This bad transaction does not exist on the blockchain anymore. Neither do the billions of Bitcoins created by the hackers. But half a Bitcoin that was consumed by the transaction 
still exists on the blockchain and is indelible proof of Bitcoin's hack. Can another successful hack take place? Of course it can. And that's what I fear the most. And that's it for today. However, if you have any questions about Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies and are looking for answers, I have some news for you. Cut the Crypt is ready to answer your questions. After receiving questions from a few listeners, I've decided to make this podcast a platform where you can submit your questions about investing in crypto, understanding crypto developments or anything else. All you have to do is send your questions through a voice note via the link that's in the show description. It's as simple as that. I look forward to hearing from you. Until then, thank you for listening to this episode of Cut the Crypt with me, Rohas. To make sure you don't miss out on the next episode, subscribe to and follow the show on this app right now. More insights from the crypto world coming soon. Thank you.